Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Welcome in to At Home Tarot, where we are doing our daily spiritual practice of tarot, of um, really no matter what the practice, but we use tarot here where we um, slow down for a moment. We ask for guidance. We energetically um, put ourselves in the way of receiving um, whatever it is we need to receive energetically. Um, we, we arrive somewhere where we can um, center, stabilize, you know, our individuality, our spirit within us, our heart within us, ground us, anchor us, so we can move about the day, have better relationships from that, um, you know, explore a, a more relaxed and content life from that, make uh, decisions from that space rather than a space of fear <laughs> and ego. So welcome in. I'm really glad you're here. And uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. If you haven't listened to the last few podcasts, I've had a little bit of COVID. And um, I do feel like I'm a little more energetic today, even though I've been having some late nights. A couple of weeks ago, my partner moved to an evening night shift. And so um, he doesn't get home till one. And I thought, that's great. I'll go to bed early. Well, that has not really happened with um, being sick. And um, I'm on a very weird sleeping schedule. And so I find myself still kind of up watching TV or playing some sort of mindless game um, in order to pass away the hours. And so I've been falling asleep later. I've been getting up later. Um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, but excited next week to go back to a regular day schedule. So <laughs> it's a little bit of what I'm experiencing today. What are you experiencing today? When's the last time you asked yourself that? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully daily. Hopefully daily. Um, it's one of the biggest questions when answered daily that I think really allows us to partner with ourselves and to kind of show ourselves what it means to be in relationship, which is to ask someone what they're experiencing. I mean, so much of relationship is built on just being there, um, being an ear for someone's life. And uh, obviously, there's so much more that goes into relationships and friendships. But um, uh, it's such an important question to ask, such an important question to ask, especially especially of the people close to us. And as I'm thinking as I say this to you, that be with being sick, it's been a while. It's been a while since I have asked myself that question, even though I share a little each day. It's been a while since I asked my partner, even though he shares a little each day. And so um, it's probably going to be a good day to do that. 
Um, our cards today, our cards today got some big astrology energy to them. Um, the Capric Capricorn full moon is coming up um, around the 12th, 13th, depending on your time zone. So that is next Wednesday around. <laughs> and, um, and this is about the time things start to show up. So that being said, I don't know when I will get to the readings, but we will see <laughs> with being sick. It's thrown a little bit of a wrench into my usual schedule. Um, so I just want to drop that here because you may start noticing some themes. Um, now, <laughs> Capricorn is um, is 10th house energy. So you might notice a lot that have to do with your career, but not just your career. Uh, 10th house is really the, the taste you leave in someone's mouth. It is... Um, the energy you leave behind when you walk away. It's what people remember about you. It's how people perceive you in a bigger way out in the world. It can be your reputation. It can be your legacy, right? What did you leave? What impact did you leave on people? And we do this. It doesn't always have to be that macrocosm. It can be the micro. Um, so really considering, and I won't get into it because I could easily start talking, but, um, really start thinking about the impact you leave on people, both professionally and personally, uh, that's 10th house Capricorn energy there <clears throat> and how you make that real. Um, the babies being born right now are in Capricorn Pluto, so they're going to have this, um, to their transformation, which is really interesting to think about. They're going to be really grounded, ambitious, wealth-orientated, masculine, possibly patriarchy, um, but in a way that, you know, they really want to leave a legacy and they want it to be real in the world. Capricorn is about what is real, okay? None of the fluffy stuff, none of the in our heads or hearts. So that might be coming up. That energy might be arriving for all of us right about now. So that's why I wanted to kind of pop this into this episode a little bit because you might start noticing themes around being more real, looking at the impact we make, how others view us, the energy we leave with people, and of course, what that has to do with our career or our calling. Um, whether we make money from it or not, does it matter? Um, although Capricorn loves to make money with it. Okay. <laughs> now that we've talked about Capricorn, let's look at today's cards, which are two major astrology signs as well. So our self-abandoned card today is the Justice card in reverse. In reverse. And our self-returning um, card is the death card, which is Scorpio energy. And so we have this justice card, this 11 card, and it's Libra. 
And Libra is all about having relationships with others and about what that mirrors to us about ourselves. It's really interesting energy. The The archetype of Libra is really about us um, evaluating our own identity through relationship with others, through comparison and contrast in our relationships, through the way we ask for our needs to be met, the way we meet others in their needs. And especially with Venus, this is the side of Venus, because she also rules Taurus. But the Libra side of Venus is all about being able to listen, listen to others, hear what they're saying. And that when we truly can stop and listen in our relationships and listen objectively, because justice is about finding balance, when we can listen objectively, then we can start to understand the reality that exists for other people, not just our own reality, which is a whole nother archetype like Leo or Aries. And when that happens, we actually can learn a lot about ourselves, um, our identity, what we need, um, the balance we need to make. And we think that Libra is really balanced, but the truth is that um, the truth is that Libra can be one of the most unbalanced. And that's just because there's some extremity, there's some extremes that Libra can go to um, inside this archetype. That's why justice in the card has two pillars and the person within it who's holding up a sword of truth is also holding up scales because it's very easy for Libra to go one of two ways and that's what we're going to talk about today because it's in its reversed um, position and so the extremities are they can become so self-centered. Let's talk about us. Let me change those pronouns. We can become so self-centered and we can become so centered and forceful around our needs being met that we forget our partner has needs and we actually try to exclude their needs. I have a feeling this is all being done verbally with the sword in hand, that there are disagreements, that a lot of this is showing up as arguments. And so we exclude that. And what happens is anyone who's trying to exclude that their partner also has needs, we're putting them aside because they think their needs are more important. <clears throat> What they're trying to do is out of safety, they're trying to make their partner their alter ego. Meaning, they're trying to make them just another version of us. 
Um, and it's all the things we do and all the things we say that um, dominate our partner, right? And that's one of the extremes. And that can be really codependent, of course. Um, you know, it's like the other person has to um, bow to our needs. The other person has to um, incorporate our needs as theirs because we will not have it any other way, right? <clears throat> and so <sighs> the other side of this is if you are the other person in the situation, right? The other extremity is that sometimes our partner is in this position. Sometimes they're not, sometimes they are. But either way, what happens is that we feel that by meeting the needs of our partner, that we're having our own needs met. Let me say that again. So by meeting the needs of our partner, we assume we're having our own needs met because our need is what they need and it becomes that way. And so there's a lot of either projection or taking on in the justice card. And again, I have a feeling that this is very on the verbal scale, that this is all showing up through um, the way we talk and the way we listen. And you can see how these would play out. You can see how these would play out, right? You can easily see where one person centers their needs all the time all the time, their needs are the most important rather than a, a phrase I've always loved. And that's very Libra in health is as important as not more important as. And so there's somebody who's really their true dynamic. And this can be us, this can be them. Let's talk about if it's us. We can really get caught especially if we have spent years denying our needs. We can get caught in a dynamic in our head that comes out of our mouth and really sends the message that our needs are the only needs that matter. Sure, sure, you have your needs, but you're fine. These are mine and they must be met. And I think that um, I do notice a lot of people, not just women, although I think it happens to women quite a bit because they do come out of this extreme case of the other side, which is needing to be needed. And so as long as their partner's needs have been met in the past, they feel like their need has been met because their need has been to be in the relationship to be uh, loved, and they believe this in a distorted way has made that happen, to be needed, right? I talk about that all the time in my poetry. Um, 
or have in the past, <laughs> you know, and I circle back to themes around it a lot, but one of them is, you know, needing to be needed. And I think a lot of humans, a lot of people who come out of that dynamic and um, and say, I don't want to be just an alter ego for someone, right? Like a second version of them. I don't want to be that. That we can sometimes swing the pendulum too far. And we become the person who says, well, it doesn't matter really what you need because what I need matters the most. And um, it puts the, it it's almost unconsciously trying to put a new person or maybe the same person in your old role. We just dearly want someone to understand what we went through. And we want to have the chance to be the other person. We want to have the chance to have our needs met as top priority. Um, and it's so easy to get here. And we all do it. I mean, pendulum swinging is just a thing that happens in growth. And it happens all over the place. I always say we got to blow past the line to know it was there. And then we can come back into center. And Libra is coming back into center. But right now we're not. There's, there is a shadow. There's a um, e extremeness going on. And so you have to decide which one it is for you. And maybe, like I said, it's both. It's that process. Or maybe you're watching someone else go through this. Because again, justice is about being a true listener. Of really hearing people so you can really understand who they are. Being a little more objective about that. And in that, you know, then finding ourselves in that. And this isn't about us not being able to talk. This is about us not arguing. This is about us not fighting over whose needs need to be met today. This is about, um, you know, releasing these roles. You know, people say, how, well, how do you fix this? How, you know, how do I bring this into balance? Well, you have to decide that those roles actually don't even exist anymore. <clears throat> and you have to release them. You have to let a little part of your ego die. Because you have to, if you're on the far end, and you just want all your needs to be met in a relationship because you think for some reason you deserve that. Life owes you something because of the past. Life doesn't owe us anything. Source doesn't owe us anything. We're in relationship with it out of choice. With the full understanding that life will continue to happen. And it's not always going to be good, but that source and um, the essence within us will always be there. And we can just keep centering it. We can just keep bringing in the balance. You know, justice today says agreements, the agreements we made, those subtle agreements in our relationship, the ones that we make all the time through how we listen and how we talk, 
it's time to release them. Scorpio is Pluto energy, it's evolution, it's transformation, it's release. It is drama. It's admitting that there's real stuff there and we haven't been handling it the way we want. We've been handling it with wanting to get ours. And whether we are doing that by playing the role of the chameleon or we are doing that by forcing others to chameleon to us, it's the same side of the same coin. Neither person is different. And so the job here is to release the roles. And we need to bring balance to Libra, which is we need to stop and listen. We need to start hearing each other more. And we need to realize we can really find ourselves in what we hear of the people around us. And, and that's just so important. So important. So today we just keep transforming this imbalance, these arguments, um, this more of one person than another. It's hard to disengage from that. It really is to actually get to a point where you don't even think, objectively have to think your way into believing neither of you is more important than the other. Right now, it may actually take, with Libra being an air sign, it may take a lot of thought. You know, we think Libra is all heart, but they're head, they're logic energy. All of this is happening logically. And so, um, you know, if you have a Libra in your life, you know that they will, you know, do a lot for people, but they will experience these extremities of oscillating between wanting you to be just like them or doing whatever it is you want. And there's these two extremities that people don't talk about with Libra. Libra is so much more complicated than just, you know, they love being in relationship. No, that's not, that's really actually not what it is. Libra's job is to find balance between all about them and all about me. And so they easily experience both. They easily experience both. And they have to find balance and we have to find balance. Our Libra has to find balance. Where is your Libra in your chart? Where is your Scorpio? I know Libra rules um, my Mars and my 12th house. And so it's all the things I do, you know, um, <sighs> It's all the things I do in, in my spirituality. It, it's, it, and, and it's, it's the way that I sometimes try to find closure and, oh, so many things. My Mars is there too. Um, it, it's the way I'm with myself and the way I'm with source. 
And my Scorpio <laughs> is right after it, right? Because it goes Libra, then Scorpio. And so um, almost all of my Scorpio is in my first house of myself and my self-image. And so I can see how um, one is, you know, that nothingness, that ending, and one is the beginning and what people see of me. And so we we need to start transforming. And I know one thing I've been doing with my Libra is, you know, all those internal things I share through my poetry um, is all my Libra in the 12th house, all my secrets, all my illusions, all those things, and even my spirituality and my unconditional love is there for myself and for the people around me. But what I need to do is move a little bit more into my reality. And so that's been my Libra to Scorpio jump just to share. Hopefully that didn't sound too convoluted. But, you know, I've always just kept a lot of my love under wraps in the 12th house. It's always been either an illusion romanticized in poetry or you know it has to look a certain way or it's been secret I haven't been able to get it out something you know that that feels uh, beyond a veil it, it feels like it's kept away from me and yet I I anyone who knows me well knows I love big I love huge and I love unconditionally. And that's because of Libra in the 12th house. Because 12th house is Pisces. Pisces is unconditional love. And so huge, huge energy there. But it's all been unseen by people. And my work in the last year has been to bring my true self forward. More than a year, two years. Bring my true self forward with people to be able to have them see that part of me to shed light on those extremities so they can breathe a little bit and I can be a little more objective and I can transform them and I can become more real and see what my true motivations were there and where my true ego has lied there that Scorpio energy too <clears throat> so wherever it is in your chart it may be a little different um definitely go look up Placidus chart because it really shows you um, where the signs end and begin in certain houses. Sometimes um, like my Scorpio is completely in my first house, almost completely. Others um, with a Scorpio rising, I've seen they just have a sliver of Scorpio and most of their Scorpio is actually in their 12th house, not their first which means their Libra is actually more in their 11th house. And so do go look that up. I find it gives you more nuance um, if you're into astrology. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. <laughs> Get a session with me and we'll talk. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. So um, I think I'll leave it there. Today, just really looking at that extreme unbalance that can happen. Um, especially verbally, again, uh, it might be a really great day to listen and listen very objectively and ask our partners to listen and listen objectively 
always offer what you want first, I find, you know, um, ask your partner what they're experiencing today. We started this podcast by saying that. Let's end it that way, right? Ask your partner what they're experiencing. Listen objectively. The best bet is to have no opinion unless it's asked for. So really listening and noticing what that does for you. And then being able to share, just say, oh, you know, even if they don't ask, sharing about your day, sharing about, you know, I'm experiencing this right now, being able to do that and releasing any kind of roles you have to play around who's more important or who you have to be or how you need to be needed. Releasing all of that today, moving from an unbalanced Libra into a fully releasing and transforming Scorpio energy today, justice and death. Let go of those old agreements. Let them be released. Feels good. Feels good. All right. I'm going to leave you there. Have a beautiful day. I care about you. And let's talk again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then. Thank you.